Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. That it is, and there is so much on the table with Baker Mayfield being moved. He is finally a former member of the Cleveland Browns, and so much to get to, and that regarded as Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, Christopher Canty, good morning. Good morning, big fella. Looks like we got a few things going on in the National Football League as we're less than three weeks away from teams reporting to training camp. We got one of the big dominoes to fall when it comes to the quarterback market. We got to get into it. Yes, and our two-a-days have already uh, been involved in that with today's entries, the Carolina Panthers and then the Houston Texans. We will get into it all, including a new game called Texan or Texan, that is on the way. But right now, there's really only one way we got to get this going. Here we go! Go, go! Only one place to start. The Browns just needed to get this done. There was no way they wanted to start training camp with Baker on the roster. Props, major, major props to the Carolina Panthers. They have needed a quarterback. It was clear that Sam Darnold was not going to be the answer. Our long national nightmare is over. Baker Mayfield has finally been traded. He is now a Carolina Panther for a conditional fifth-round pick. The Cleveland Browns picking up $10 million of the salary. Baker even took a pay cut of $3 million for the coming year so that he could help move this trade along. Chris, listen, we all knew weeks ago that this was a relationship that was over. No matter what was happening with Deshaun Watson, they were never going to consider bringing Baker Mayfield back if they were going to be without Watson this coming year. Having said that, for Baker Mayfield right now, it is about saving his career, and I absolutely believe that in Carolina he can do that. Well, Carlin, it's not too often that you have players willing to give back guaranteed money on their contract just to have an opportunity. And that's what we saw with Baker Mayfield, to forego the $3.5 million in guaranteed salary on a restructured contract with Carolina. They're only paying him $5 million bucks this year. Remember, he was scheduled to make $19 million this season. The Cleveland Browns are eating 10 and a half of that. The Carolina Panthers are only paying him five. I mean, that's something to say that Baker Mayfield was willing to give back millions of dollars for this opportunity to compete for the starting quarterback job down in Carolina with Sam Donald and Matt Corral. So you got to give props to Baker, man. The guy wants to go out there and prove something. I'm sure he's motivated as he's ever been in the National Football League because of the message that the Cleveland Browns sent him this offseason. What Cleveland said was, we'd rather go with a guy that has 24 pending civil suits against him trade multiple first-round draft picks for him, and guarantee him the entirety of a $230 million contract rather than running back with you, rather than allow you to continue to be our quarterback in this organization. That's the message that the Browns sent to Baker Mayfield. And so with Baker giving back some money on the guaranteed portion of his 2022 salary, like I can understand, I, I can understand, and I can see that this is a guy that's going to be very motivated. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder. You're going to get the best that Baker Mayfield has to offer in Carolina. What that ends up looking like long term for Baker's future with the Panthers remains to be seen. But I can promise you this: 
This is a guy that's coming into training camp with something to prove. Oh, there's no doubt. And let's listen to Jake Trotter, ESPN NFL Browns reporter, on exactly how this all came together last night on the 6 p.m. Sports Center. The Browns and Panthers have been discussing a Baker Mayfield trade for months now, really going all the way back to the second round of the NFL draft. Now, Baker Mayfield was set to make $19 million fully guaranteed. The Browns, according to my sources, have been unwilling to go higher than $11 million eating $11 million of that salary, and the Panthers weren't going to go do a deal unless the Browns came up on that number. So what changed? Baker Mayfield bridged the money gap by agreeing to forego $3.5 million of that salary. He effectively greased the wheels for this trade after months of back and forth to finally happen. Now, why would Baker do this? I'm told that Carolina has been the only team that's been seriously engaged in a Baker Mayfield trade throughout this process. So, Without a Carolina trade, Baker was looking at the possibility of going into training camp essentially without a team. None of us necessarily expect a whole lot from the Carolina Panthers this year, but Chris, Baker's in a perfect situation here. He's going to a spot where Sam Darnold has already shown he's not the guy. They drafted Matt Corral because Sam Darnold is not the guy, but Matt Corral is not going to be ready right away. He was a third-round pick for Pete's sake. Baker Mayfield was injured a good portion of last year and played through it. He has to grow up. He has to understand that this is the last bite at the apple. But if he has a healthy Christian McCaffrey, he is very, very capable of having a season that is on par with what he had two years ago. And that is 26 touchdowns, eight picks, 3,600 yards. I actually think those numbers could even be a little bit better. And I know that it's a big if when we're talking about a healthy McCaffrey. DJ Moore, though, Robbie Anderson, all true. I I think Mayfield could be in the mix at the end of this year for comeback player of the year. Yeah, I mean, the Christian McCaffrey part of it, I think that's huge in terms of how that impacts Baker Mayfield because you're talking about a quarterback over the last couple of years in Cleveland – that's had one of the best running games, if not the best running game in all of football with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So in, a, in an offensive line in Cleveland that was built like a brick wall. He's not walking into a situation like that at Carolina. So there's going to be more heavy lifting from Baker Mayfield if this Panthers offense is going to go. Now, can they do it? Yeah, there's a chance that they can do it because the organization did upgrade the offensive line. They drafted Ike Aquanu with the top 10 pick. They bought in Austin Corbett, who was formerly with the Cleveland Browns, has some familiarity with Baker Mayfield, and they have a pretty good right tackle to Taylor Mouton. So I'm not saying that the offensive line is atrocious. It's just not as good as what Baker left. Mm -hmm. Now, Christian McCaffrey, he's only played in 10 games over the last two years. And running backs typically don't get healthier as they get older. So I don't know how much stock we can put in Christian McCaffrey being a bell cow and somebody that Baker Mayfield can look at as a safety valve. I I just don't. I don't have high expectations for Christian McCaffrey, even though the Panthers are paying him $16 million a year. What it's going to have to be is the receiving core stepping up in a big way. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrence Mitchell Jr., those guys are going to have to put in work. Uh, as well as some of the guys at the tight end position for the Carolina Panthers, if this offense is going to go. I'm not going to say that it's impossible. I'm just simply saying that in terms of the supporting cast with Carolina, it's not as good as what Baker had in Cleveland. So I don't know how high our expectations of Baker can be in 2022. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. 
So what does salvaging it look like, though, for Baker to you? Because for me, it looks like 2020. It, it Salvaging his career is, to me, making it a tough decision after this year for Carolina. It's winning more games than they anticipated winning. I think we all think that Carolina's not making the playoffs. Are, is it possible they could win seven or eight games this year if everything went right? Yeah, it's possible. So, Chris, if they win seven or eight games and Baker Mayfield does what he did two years ago, is Carolina going to keep him for the long term? Is he a starter then in this league? Or is Carolina going to look at one of those quarterbacks next year in the draft and decide that's where we're going instead? Carlin, it's simple math, man. It comes down to cost-benefit analysis. What is it going to cost us to keep Baker Mayfield versus what it's going to cost us to draft one of those quarterbacks, one of those signal callers in the 2023 draft. That's what, it, that's what it'll be. It, and that's what ultimately what Scott Fritterer, the general manager from the Panthers, will be evaluating the season with Baker's performance and comparing that to what he thinks he can get from one of those rookie quarterbacks in next year's draft um, that are going to be on, on the rookie wage scale. So I think it, it's, it's a sliding scale when it comes to Baker's performance because I can see a world where he puts together some solid numbers, but the team doesn't necessarily have the kind of success they're looking for. But beyond just the numbers and the measurables, Carlin, we got to talk about the intangibles because mm. that's as much a part of this conversation and what created a situation where Baker was on the outs in Cleveland as the lack of production that we saw from him on the field last year. Remember, Baker didn't leave the organization on the best of terms. He wasn't on good terms with Kevin Stefanski. There was an issue that got ugly publicly with Odell Beckham Jr. Jarvis Landry had problems with him. There were a lot of guys in the locker room in Cleveland that had issues with Baker Mayfield and how he was handling the lack of success in 2021. So Baker has got to rehab his image around the National Football League, and I think Carolina is the perfect place for him to do that. And he's off to a good start because he decided he was going to give back some of his guaranteed salary for 2022 just to have an opportunity to compete for a starting quarterback job in training camp. And that, Rob- speaks vo- that speaks volumes about the sports character of Baker Mayfield. For as much as we've been critical of him, I can't say enough. Players in the National Football League ain't in the business of giving back guaranteed money. Are they paying attention to that, happen. Chris? Are guys in that locker room paying attention to that? Absolutely, because it tells them that he wants to win. He wants an opportunity to be able to help his team win, and he doesn't want to delay this process any longer than he has to. Let me give myself the best chance to get up to speed on the playbook before we report to training camp in three weeks. Let me do that before we go down to Wofford uh, to start training camp practice. Let me get that done. That See, to me, that, that says a whole lot about Baker Mayfield wanting to make the most of this opportunity in Carolina. It speaks to a level of humility that we just haven't seen from Baker in his professional career. This is going to be one of the most fascinating stories of the year. I say he gets it done. I say he will revive his career, and that was the first step in the right direction. But, boy, there's a lot of maturity that still has to happen. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save on commercial auto insurance from Progressive. Get a fast quote at ProgressiveCommercial.com. We are just getting started, and the Carolina Panthers are one of our two teams featured on ESPN Radio's two-a-day, so we will get into them next. And as far as Baker's concerned, not everybody believes 
He's definitively going to be the starter. You will hear from someone who does not think that that is a Lockadini. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. Baker Mayfield definitively be the starter in Carolina. One of our experts does not believe that's going to be the case, and we will get to that in just 30 seconds. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. There is breaking news within the last 20 minutes or so. Brittany Griner has pleaded guilty to bringing hashish oil into Russia, telling a judge that she had done so inadvertently while asking the court for mercy. Sources said, this according to T.J. Quinn, that the guilty plea was a strategy to help facilitate a prisoner swap that could bring Griner home, and it was also a recognition that there was no way she was going to be acquitted. It's not expected to end her trial anytime soon, even with a guilty plea. The judge is going to continue to read the full case into the record, and it could go on for weeks or months. ESPN Radio's NFL Two-A-Days. Carolina Panthers certainly got the best of this. Cleveland knew at some point Baker Mayfield, as a player, wanted to get back on the football field to show his worth, and he would certainly take a pay cut to be able to do that, and I think that is what got the deal done. I just thought if he did it, Seattle would just seem like a better destination. One of the things you can't do is you can't, in his situation, be a poison pill and try to alienate the quarterback room. Well, that's... 
that's object number one for Baker Mayfield. You cannot do that as he goes into a new situation down in Carolina. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Now, I was very surprised to hear Dan Orlovsky talk about this with the Carolina Panthers, not just about the possibility that this is not absolutely Baker Mayfield's job as the starter. That didn't surprise me because it's Sam Darnold, and we know that Dan has a little bit of a blind spot for Sam Darnold, right? Mm -hmm. But that he actually believes Carolina may not be all that far off. The pieces are in place in Carolina. I remember talking about this team last year on NFL Live saying, if they get the quarterback play like they had early on from Sam Darnold last year, they're going to be really good. Now, L, I'll say this about Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. I think the two keys, because I do believe it's a quarterback competition between them. The two keys are this. One, who can make the crucial play at the big time moment? I mentioned that one in seven in one score games. Quarterbacks usually determine if that flips. And then two, who doesn't make that boneheaded, crazy, dumb turnover interception play And again, those crucial moments. I think there were second most NFL or interceptions thrown in the league last year. Whatever quarterback does that is going to be the starter for this team. And if they play to their capability, this team gets in the playoffs. Okay, Chris, before we get to your take on this, uh, I want to hear from Rob Denkovich as well, ESPN NFL analyst who does not think the job is Baker's. I'm following the money on this one. They guaranteed Sam Darnold $18.8 million with the fifth-year option. He's going to be the starting quarterback. I know it's going to be the, the competition. They always say competition, but it, they got a great deal on, on Baker, $5 bucks. The Browns are eating 10 of it. So, again, I think that this will be a competition, but it's probably in Baker's best interest. New change of scenery. You get to a new organization. Yeah, it'll be, or it'll be a competition, but I don't really think it'll be a competition. I think Sam Darnold is the starting quarterback. He's going to go in a training camp as the quarterback for this football team. I don't buy it for a second, Chris. No, I don't buy it either because the Carolina Panthers clearly felt like they needed to or- upgrade the quarterback position and that Sam Darnold, when we got to the middle of the season, the heart of the season, he struggled mightily before that injury. So, yeah, I, I think this is a situation where Carolina – saw a clear opportunity to upgrade. Baker Mayfield is a far more accomplished quarterback than Sam Donald. Think about it. Baker Mayfield has led his team to a playoffs. He's won a road playoff game. Those are things that matter when you're trying to turn your franchise around and you're trying to change the culture in the building. So Baker Mayfield has been an agent for change. I think people forget what the Cleveland Browns were the three years prior to Baker getting there. You're talking about a team that had won a grand total of four games. So Baker Mayfield has shown he can get things pointed in the right direction, but he's also shown at times he can get in his own way with some of the brashness, some of the attitude, some of the ego. And so you're hoping that this situation with the Browns and them trading for Deshaun Watson was an experience that has humbled Baker to the point where you're going to get the best leadership out of him alongside the production that we know he can bring to the table. Now, look, we always know that when you go and look at the schedule before the season, you know, teams have injuries, teams that you expect to be great. Some of them are going to fall off here and there. But to what Dan was saying, it's very difficult for me to envision a scenario where the Carolina Panthers are in the playoffs. Now, Chris, you made a great point before the show in our production meeting that they were the number two defense in the league last year. And they were the number 30 offense. And that is incredibly difficult to do. But the point 
I think that's interesting here is how much better can they improve on that offense with Baker Mayfield and a healthy Christian McCaffrey, and how much of a fall-off is there going to be defensively, But or are they going to be just as good? No, I think the defense is going to be just as good. I mean, you've got pressure players on all three levels. Think about it. Brian Burns is one of the best young pass rushers in the National Football League. You also have Shaq Thompson in the linebacking courts, who's a damn good player, sideline to sideline with the best of them. And then you got Jeremy Chin, who low-key is one of the best safeties in the NFL. So, I mean, when you look at a defense that has playmakers on all three levels – you start to feel good about the core on that side of the ball. And what Phil Snow has done in a short period of time with that unit, you feel like they've formed an identity and they know what they're doing. So the Carolina Panthers' defense will keep them in games. They'll give them a chance. Last year, Carolina found themselves on the losing end of five one-possession games. So it's not, not outside of the realm of possibility that a quarterback like Baker Mayfield, just getting competent quarterback play, Carlin, can be the difference in this team winning three or four more games uh, off of their season total from a year ago. So I, I I like the move for the Carolina Panthers. I like the fact that they've upgraded the offensive line because I think that's been the biggest thing that's held that that offense back. We'll see what Christian McCaffrey is, but but I do like Chuba Hubbard, the backup running back for the Carolina Panthers. He's gotten some quality playing time, and you've seen that he can do some special things with the football in his own right. So I think Carolina has enough on the offensive side of the ball to be a solid unit. The only question is, are they going to get competent quarterback play, and can Baker Mayfield bounce back from an injury-riddled season in 2021? Well, let's talk about that schedule I alluded to a second ago. It's Canty and Carlin in for Grinny on ESPN Radio and on your smart speaker. It opens with the Browns, ironically enough. And then it's a trip to the Meadowlands to take on the Giants, but how about this stretch after that? New Orleans, the Cardinals, the 49ers, all three at home, a trip to L.A. to take on the Rams, and then the Buccaneers at home before they get their first crack uh, at the at the Atlanta Falcons. I, I want to see a world where they can get from five to eight wins because if they go to that extent of improvement, if they got to eight wins, it would be because Baker Mayfield would have played pretty well, even if they don't make the playoffs at that point. But when you look at what that schedule looks like, Chris, it is awfully difficult to envision a world where they can get to eight or nine wins. Yeah, it is. I mean, when you look at the first 12 games of the season, uh, and I'm breaking that down because the Carolina Panthers had their bye week in week 13. When you look at it, Carlin, I mean, you go down the, the, the teams that they're scheduled to play and you go win-loss, win-loss. We all do that exercise before the yep. start of the season. I mean, listen, I've got three wins for the Carolina Panthers, maybe four, and two of them are coming by way of the Atlanta Falcons. Oof. So, so I'm just saying I, I don't quite know how lofty the expectations can be for the Panthers, even with Baker as a starting quarterback. But we know this. If Baker Mayfield is going to prove that he's going to be the long-term option for the Panthers or another team around the National Football League, he's going to have to be a force multiplier in Carolina. Like you said, he's going to have to be the reason that they win several games this season. Reminiscent of what we saw from Ryan Tannehill three years ago with the Tennessee Titans when they snuck into the playoffs and they made a run to the AFC Championship game before losing to the Chiefs 
in, in Arrowhead. Like, it's going to have to be that type of performance for Baker Mayfield in order to prove that he deserves an opportunity to be a starting quarterback just because there's such a strong crop of quarterbacks coming out of the college ranks in 2023. So that's what Baker Mayfield is up against. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but I think it's highly unlikely that we get that from him. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Is Baker Mayfield in a position to save his career? And if so, what does he need to do? And can he actually lead Carolina to the playoffs like Dan Orlovsky says? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And then there's another quarterback who is now even more in limbo as a result of yesterday's update. We'll get, to the, we'll get to that in just 30 seconds. The 2022 baseball season is in full swing, and you can be there to catch all the action live with Vivid Seats. Get out to the ballpark, experience every home run, every web gem, every walk-off. And with Vivid Seats rewards, you'll start earning free tickets from your very first purchase. Buy 10 tickets, get the 11th free. It's like getting 10% back on every ticket. From the box seats to the bleachers, Vivid Seats has you covered with tickets at great prices all summer long. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Then there's Jimmy Garoppolo. Still a man without a country, so to speak. A man without a home right now. He was told to stay home. He's been working back uh, from injury with the San Francisco 49ers, but they have been very open about the fact that they are going to trade him. Chris, the Cleveland Browns, I'm going to operate under an assumption, and it may may be a false one. I'm operating under an assumption that Deshaun Watson is at least going to miss eight games and is not going to play or is not going to play this entire year. The Cleveland Browns should absolutely be in on Jimmy Garoppolo as their starter because they are too good to throw away this 2022 season. Well, Carlin, you said it. It's hard for them to be in without knowing what the discipline, if any discipline, comes down on Deshaun Watson. And so until that picture gets cleared up, they're not going to be in a hurry to make any move for Jimmy G. Now, um, there are some other teams around the National Football League that, that should be in the Jimmy G sweepstakes. The Atlanta Falcons are right there among them, the Seattle Seahawks as well, although I, see, I don't see a path where Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch decide they want to trade Jimmy G to a division rival. So, I mean, there are other teams. I mean, De- the Detroit Lions. Is Jimmy G not an upgrade over Jared Goff? I mean, there are several teams around the National Football League where you can say, yeah, Jimmy G is probably better than the incumbent that they have. And so it'll be interesting to see where he lands. But one thing becomes clear now that Baker Mayfield has moved and he's got a home in Carolina, you know, Jimmy G is going to be the next quarterback off the board. He just has to be. He has to be at this point. My thing with Jimmy G is, Chris, I don't know if I'm a team that's not quite ready to win yet if I would go after him. If I'm the Cleveland Browns, it makes too much sense because Jacoby Brissett's not a guy that's going to carry you for an entire season and get you to the playoffs. It's not going to happen. He is a great bridge-a-few-games quarterback. And our producer, Nuno, of course, of the Hashtag Crew, brought this up earlier today. Is it possible that the Browns made the move finally yesterday because they have a good idea of what's coming with Deshaun Watson, and they don't want to deal with any 
of the drama that comes with Baker and want to be able to just move on from it. Do you honestly believe right now the Browns stink? first of all, did it for that reason yesterday? And number two, that they believe they can win with Jacoby Brissett? Uh, to the former point, I'm going to say no, because I could just as easily make the argument that the Browns have some kind of insight and that the punishment against Deshaun Watson is going to be next to nothing. Mm-hmm. I could just as easily make that argument and say, and that made them more comfortable with moving on from Baker Mayfield and eating $10.5 million of the $19 million guaranteed salary that he had for 2022. Now, to your latter point, um, I, I think it's a situation where you, you look at Jacoby Brissett and Josh Dobbs, and I, I think the Cleveland Browns are comfortable going in that direction um, because those are the guys that they brought in knowing that there could be potentially games that they missed on the front end of the season, the front end of the schedule without Deshaun. Uh, is Jimmy Garoppolo an upgrade from him? Absolutely he is. But I don't know that they want to pay the asking price for Jimmy Garoppolo in terms of draft capital, and I don't know that they want to pay Jimmy Garoppolo the $25 million he's due. So I think Cleveland is looking at it and saying, we're better off not going down that road. Um, we'll roll with what we got right now and hope – that Deshaun Watson is going to be available sooner rather than later. But, Carlin, to the earlier point that you made about not wanting to trade for Jimmy G unless you're a contender, how about a landing spot like the New Orleans Saints? Is Jimmy G not better than what yes. they've got in Jameis Winston? Absolutely. And Taysom Hill? Absolutely. And all of those? Is he not better than those guys? He absolutely is. He absolutely so, I mean, I, is. I mean, I could see a world where Jimmy G makes a whole lot of sense for that offense. If you're the 49ers, though, do you want to trade him to the Saints or do you want to trade him to the Browns? I mean, you would want to get him out of the conference if you could, but, I mean, you, you, go, you basically go with the best deal that you could possibly get. And what I'm saying is the New Orleans Saints are probably in a position to offer more in terms of draft compensation than the Cleveland Browns just because the options that the New Orleans Saints aren't as – I don't know, aren't as solid as what the Cleveland Browns have. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Josh Josh is in Chicago up next on ESPN Radio. Josh, what's going on, bud? What's going on, guys? I appreciate y'all having me on. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Appreciate you checking in. uh, Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, No, you know, I was listening to Jay Will... Max and Key this morning, one thing Jay Will said Zion should do first thing with all this money is reach out to LeBron James and say, how do I do this? I've obviously messed it up initially. You've perfected this thing you've done with your body, your mind. And I think that's you look at these coaching trees in the NBA, you go to what's working, and you ask those people how to do it, like Popovich, the Spurs, those chains, and you ask them for their, their employees. So what do you guys think about Baker reaching out to – and I know this is a reach, but a Drew Brees and saying, I, you know, I'm an underdog. I have a small arm. I'm a little body, but I need to just listen from a leader. And I, I think that's what he can do to save his career. But the real reason I'm calling is, why are you guys forgetting about my Texans, man? I, if you're saying Jimmy Garoppolo is better than uh, Jameis Winston, I know he's better than Davis Mills. Is there any chance you guys think Texans could be making some calls for Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, you're in luck. Because today, we are doing the Texans in our two-a-days next hour. So you should sit tight, and we will answer that question in roughly 40 minutes. So we will get to that. But Chris, Baker reaching out to somebody, reaching out to Drew Brees, because he's in a similar situation, I get it. Whatever it is he needs to do, he's got to mature. That's it. 
No, that's it. That's the biggest thing. He's got to mature because people right now think he's too self-oriented in order to be a leader of men in a locker room and on the football field as a quarterback. And we know the quarterback position is a leadership position by nature, Carlin. So Baker's got to get over himself. But I think what happened to him this offseason with the Cleveland Browns taking a big swing and going after Deshaun Watson with all of the baggage that comes along with Watson, I think that sent the message to Baker Mayfield that Cleveland would rather deal with this than to continue to go down the road of trying to give you chance after chance with the supporting cast that they've put in place. That's got to be a, be a slice of humble pie for Baker Mayfield, and you're hoping that you get the best version of Baker going into 2022 with the Carolina Panthers. Carlin, it's hard, it's hard for me not to think that Baker won't be on his best behavior with so much more to gain because, let's be honest, He's fighting for his career mortality as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. If it doesn't work this year with the Carolina Panthers, he is going to be permanently relegated to bridge quarterback status. That will be the future of Baker Mayfield. Teams will knock on his door and ask him to be the stopgap until they get their young quarterback ready to go. That's what Baker Mayfield's future will be. Is he definitively the guy? We get the answer from one of our insiders in Carolina in 20 minutes. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Up next, Hal Steinbrenner, the Yankees owner, says he has no regrets with how the Aaron Judge negotiations went. Is he drunk? We'll discuss. Canty and Carlin next on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around Different stressors, I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Greeny, the podcast. Steinbrenner has no regrets with the... 
Aaron Judge negotiations. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. Nature Valley has helped restore access to 10,000 miles of national park trails and counting because everyone deserves to experience what's out there, like your kids, their kids, and even their kids' kids. So head over to your local park trail to see for yourself. Nature Valley, life happens out there. Hal Steinbrenner spoke to the media yesterday, Chris, and said we made him a very good, very competitive offer in reference to Aaron Judge uh, late this offseason, right up until opening day, and doesn't have any regrets with how anything played out. He did admit that it is possible that it could end up having to be a a record-setting contract for Judge. But uh, at the same time, I think the Yankees have really misplayed this hand. We can talk all we want about not wanting to commit too long to somebody that's been injury-prone. I get that completely. And there was a time where I would have agreed with that. But for the last two years, Aaron Judge has proved himself to be healthy, and the Yankees are going to financially rue the day that they let this one play out the way it did. Yeah, I don't know how style, how Steinbrenner can take that tack and make that statement about Aaron Judge because it's just not true. You may have made him a, a solid offer, but Carlin, in terms of the overall value, what he means to your team, there's no question that they lowballed Aaron Judge on the eve of the season when they had those contract negotiations. Because think about it. They wanted to pay him on a seven-year extension around $210 million. When you add in the $19 million that they're paying him this year, that was going to be a shade under $29 million average annual value over the next eight years for Aaron Judge. If you're Aaron Judge, why would you settle for that? When you've seen the contracts for guys like Mike Trout and Mookie Betts, why would you take significantly less than what those guys are making? It doesn't make any sense. No. And so Hal Steinbrenner can say, yeah, we gave him an offer. Yeah, you made him an offer, but that was never going to be an offer that Aaron Judge signs because he recognizes his value to the Yankees, but he also recognizes his value to the sport of baseball. Right now, this season, Carlin, Aaron Judge is averaging career highs in slugging percentage and batting average, and oh, by the way, He's on pace to have more home runs than he did in 2017 when he hit 52, Carlin. He had 28 home runs in the 2017 season through the first 82 games. Mm -hmm. He's got 30 home runs now. So, I mean, this guy is on fire. He's leading the majors in homers and RBIs and runs scored. I don't understand how Hal Steinbrenner didn't see this kind of season coming for Aaron Judge. Because all Yankees fans knew that this is exactly what was going to happen when Aaron Judge turned down the contract offer that they made him before the season started. Now, when I look at Judge's year and what he's doing, there I've heard this a lot, Chris, that they are not going to let him break the record of Roger Maris for 61 home runs, that the Yankees won't in the second half of the season. He's played 80 of their 82 games so far. I would agree that it's not necessarily about the record itself, but I do think the Yankees are going to rest him some more in the second half of the year just to keep him healthy for the postseason. I don't believe for a minute it has anything to do with judging a contract year breaking the record. No, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I don't think the Yankees are worried about 
you know, Aaron Judge breaking Roger Maris's record. I, I don't see that as the reason why they would sit him. I think this is all about the Yankees trying to compete for a championship and taking advantage of this window that you have because, in reality, they don't know if they're going to be able to re-sign Aaron Judge. So you might as well capitalize on having him on the team while you got him. And this feels like a team that, that has the chance to not only break the Seattle Mariners record for most regular season wins, but a team that can go on a deep playoff run and dare I say make an appearance in the World Series for the first time since 2009. Like that's what all Yankees fans are hoping happens this year. They've got the starting pitching to do it. The bullpen is solid. The lineup has been able to produce runs. I mean, they hammered, absolutely hammered Pittsburgh last night. What was it, 16 16 to nothing? nothing. With 22 (laughs) hits, Carlin? They absolutely Uh, pummeled them. And Aaron Judge hit a grand slam in that game. Both two-point conversions they converted. (laughs) Unbelievable. It's unbelievable what they did last night. But that's that's what kind of potential this lineup has. And if they continue to do it at this rate, you have to feel good about the Yankees' chances once they get to October. But Carlin, Aaron Judge is the catalyst for all of it. And Yankees fans are seeing that on full display this season. Carlin and Canty in for Greeny. The one thing I would say, though, is that Hal did not hide behind the fact that he is absolutely concerned about the Astros. He is absolutely concerned about the Astros. When you talk about the postseason, I think he's got very good reason to be concerned about the Astros. Yeah, that's because the Astros bounced us in the ALCS in 2017 on their way to winning the chip, and then they bounced us again in the championship series in 2019. So how could you not be concerned about the Astros? Now, I don't, I'm not one of those Yankees fans that always wants to bring up the fact that the Astros were doing the electronic sign stealing because the Yankees' hands weren't clean and all of that stuff either. But the reality is this has been a team that's in our way. And Yankees fans have grown to hate the Astros, even more so than the Boston Red Sox or any of the other AL East rivals. We absolutely hate the Astros, but guess what, Carlin? The Astros are going to be there in the end because they are one of the very best teams in baseball, and they are absolutely walking away with their division just like the Yankees are walking away with the AL East. Be careful. Be careful. As much as the Yankees are just rolling, you just said it, Astros are a thorn. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.